BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth. And today for our current Mood Combo, we are going to be joined by Kayla Barnes. You might recognize her graphics on Instagram. She does these like kind of gray and white, black graphics all about brain health, wellness, all that good stuff. But she is an entrepreneur and certified brain health coach with a mission to help her clients and community achieve optimal health through science-backed and proven approaches. She has been named one of the top longevity leaders globally and trained under, you know who, you guessed it, brain doctor who we've had on mood, Dr. Danielle Almond. I'm so excited to have Kayla on because I am such a fangirl of her Instagram. I absolutely love just these little nuggets of information that help me take better care of myself. And she is so smart. Her aesthetic is like literally amazing. Even her website is stunning, smart, and beautiful. An emphasis on smart, let's be honest. So I just wanted to have her on to kind of open our eyes up more to biohacking and brain health because you guys would be shocked with how much you really aren't realizing the things you're putting in your body or doing with your body that are affecting your mental health. And you guys know we talk so much about moods, best, worst, mood boosters, and it is so important that we are paying attention to our diet in a sense of what we do, what we eat who we surround ourselves with, our purpose, our why, all of that good stuff that we kind of always talk about. But we are going to talk to Kayla about it in a super kind of biohacking neuroscience way that is just so fascinating. And it really kind of makes you want to take that cold shower or go on that walk or try meditation because it doesn't feel like, woo woo, I'm reading it on goop.com and some influencer is telling me to meditate and then I'll be pretty. It's like, no, we're talking facts, logic, studies, all that stuff because I want you guys to live the happiest and longest lives that you possibly can and just feel your best, not get as sick, not get diabetic, not get depression, not get any of that stuff. So why don't you guys take charge of your own life and health with me by listening and enjoying this current mood combo with Kayla Barnes. But first, oh my God, don't get too excited, you guys. We have to do best mood and worst mood of the week. Also, quick scheduling programming update. I did want to let you guys know that I will be uploading on Thursdays instead of Wednesdays now. It is literally simply because my therapy time got changed to Tuesday evenings, and we've been trying really hard to kind of keep up with that quick turnaround of going live on Wednesday morning, and it's just gotten more and more difficult with editing and producing and all that stuff. So to make sure I stay sane and my editors and production networks stay sane as well, we are going to move the schedule of the podcast around my therapy, which is now going to be on Thursdays. So it just gives us a little bit of extra time to get everything done and get the podcast up for you guys. But I prefer recording my best mood, worst mood, all that stuff after therapy, because it could just be like a really long week. And I want to make sure all my ducks are in a row and I want to take care of myself before I try to help you guys take care of yourselves. My best mood this week was constantly reminding myself, you won't feel like this forever. 
why you ask? Because I had like a crappy week and it's been kind of this bottling up of emotions. I think I saw this TikTok, you guys know from last week, I'm obsessed with TikTok again, where she was like, my toxic trait is telling everyone I'm fine. And then like secretly, like all my emotions coming out to the surface. But I just like haven't been feeling 100% lately. And I've been distracting myself with stress. Like apparently it's a habit of mine for when I go through like major grief to distract myself with stupid things that I should be doing and am like stressed about or whatever. And I'll get into my worst mood as well, which is sleep. And my sleep's been really, really bad. And so I've basically just felt so run down the past week and just really kind of, and I'm not going to like sugarcoat it for you guys. I've been depressed for the past couple months um, because it comes in waves for me. And you guys know that I take medicine and I take really good care of myself and I just work really hard to live the best life possible. And the past couple months I've been very depressive and depressed. Um, And this week it was just really, really hard to do a lot of things like anything. And I, my best mood was just reminding myself that I won't feel like this forever because it's just true. Like I know at this point that my depressive states last shorter periods of time. I have tools. I have my therapist. I have support. I have the ability to be vulnerable with myself and with others. And so when I say I've been depressed, it's because like I have depression. Um, and that can, the symptoms of that can range to tons of different things. And I'm really good at still putting one foot in front of the other. It's just, sometimes I'm enjoying putting one foot in front of the other more. And sometimes I have to like take a break or I get burnt out or whatever. So I've been putting one foot in front of the other, but it's just got really hard this week. And I just like really wasn't feeling just life in general. I think it's like a combination of the weather and not getting enough vitamin D, not getting enough fresh air, like just little things like that. And also not kind of dealing with my grief and instead stressing myself out with things that like aren't as important as probably grieving and going through the natural state of emotions. So, you know, I think the only thing was when I was trying to be hard on myself, when I was trying to get myself even more worked up because anxiety will come in and just be like, Ooh, how can I make this worse? I would remind myself, you won't feel like this forever you're okay. Like you won't, like, it's just facts. Like, unless you literally choose to feel like that forever and you do absolutely nothing. I mean, Hey, you probably won't feel like that forever either. You'll feel worse. So it's just straight up true. Like you won't feel like this forever. Everything is completely ever changing and growing and coming in waves. And so that was my wave this week. And I think at least not making it worse and reminding myself that it's okay. I'm okay. You won't feel like this forever. Then my worst mood of the week, which I do think is like playing a really big role in just like how my I've overall been feeling is my sleep was so messed up, like so messed up this week. You guys know that I wear the aura ring and I haven't talked to you guys about it in a couple weeks, but I do really, really love it. And the only thing that made me like maybe not love it as much is I did tell my therapist about it because I told her how bad my sleep was. And she was like, I don't know if this is good for you because like I don't want you to get fixated on it and stuff like that. She said, as long as it is a good thing and you're not like turning it into a bad thing. So I do have to be conscious about it apparently because she was slightly concerned, which just was the opposite of a mood booster. I was like, Rebecca, I really thought that I was like doing something good for me and that this was like an exciting thing and a good thing. And the, the way that I countered with her is I said, well, you know, I actually don't know what a lot of this stuff means. I just look at a lot of the overall scores. Um, I'm still like learning about it. I guess maybe I'll like not dig too much into it just in case, or if I I need to be conscious of it. Um, But I was just like, um, okay, rude. But anyway, she knows me too well. So we have to listen to her. 
But anyway, my sleep was like so bad the past week. It was basically like I got no deep sleep, which you'll hear me and Kayla talk about. I had a higher elevated heart rate, I think, because I was so stressed out and anxious. And so my body just like wasn't getting rest like at all. And I literally remember on Friday being so exhausted that I think I went to bed at like 730 and I just like I could barely stand up at the end of the day. So definitely something I need to look into in general. And I think this is a great episode if you're like, oh, my God, my sleep's not great either. This is a great episode for you as well. And obviously also the aura ring. Like I said, I really do like it. I like how you have a readiness score, a sleep score, and an activity score. So the reason why I like the different scores is because I think sometimes it's hard to listen to your body and to be like super in tune with your body. So for me, I like it when it says like, hey, you actually didn't get that good of a night's like rest, like take it easy or whatever, because then it's not like, oh, I have to work out no matter how I feel. It's more so like, okay, maybe I'll just like go for a little walk instead or i'll do some stretching or something like that so i really just like learning more about my body um and kind of what's going on with it and it does take like a couple months to get used to you and stuff like that and get a lot of like data and everything so i'm still on the newer side of it but so far i do really like it in a sense of it is actually motivating me and it's like small goals i feel like i feel like the apple watch is like a little more intense in a sense of physical fitness whereas this is just kind of your health if that makes sense um they're definitely two like very different things because this is consistently throughout the day tracking your heart rate your body temperature and your kind of like movement but not movement as crazy as like an apple watch like sometimes i'll have to add my workouts into it if it doesn't like pick them up but like my therapist said i was paying too much attention to like my heart rate i think she like didn't want me to like get in my head about something so definitely if it's something you're interested in if you want to get better sleep i think that sleep is incredibly important like i said this current move combo is all about that it's just so underrated in a sense i think the reason i feel that way too is because we were brought up especially in our young 20s with this like hustle culture and just kind of like working waking up early like no one really cared about overall wellness it was more just about success and so i think that i'm really really fascinated with this stuff and i would like to learn more about my body and what it needs and i also just honestly like that it's a ring like i don't want to wear an apple watch it's like ginormous and i don't want to have texts coming through to my wrist i also like i told you guys like i don't work a desk job or something where i can't be on my phone like i literally work on my phone so why do i need another phone on my wrist they're like we're literally right next to each other hand wrist hand wrist why do i need it i don't so i really do like the ring kayla was wearing one during our interview as well so you know it's cool okay you guys i need you to like actually listen to me because you guys know i'm not someone that's just gonna buy like fast fashion or like crappy furniture or anything like that i focus on high quality ultra obviously stylist staples for the year which obviously means that i am filling my wardrobe with all things jenny kane i have been the biggest fan of jenny kane for years i remember when the morning toast talked about jenny kane on the podcast and i was so jealous and now i get to talk about jenny kane on the podcast because you guys like if you haven't seen her slippers if you haven't seen her sweaters like oh my god talk about chic rich mom energy like a hundred percent and you guys know i really only like essentials and kind of pieces that i will wear all year long or the next season that year like i like investing into my pieces i can't stop walking around in the slippers and the sweaters like i just said i obviously will wear the sweaters out with like jeans and everything but then i'll also just be super cozy in them at home i literally have this one that i won't stop wearing to the point where i barely post static instagram posts because i'm just like i i I'm wearing the same thing all the time and I just, and I don't think that's really inspo 
by never changing your clothes. You know what I mean? They had this cocoon cardigan. It's the cashmere cardigan. Everyone covets. It's the best selling sweater style that you can pair with literally any outfit. The relaxed fit makes it perfect for styling every which way. It's the cardigan of your dreams. Like it's literally so soft. You'll never want to take it off. Hence why I never take it off. Then the shearling slide sandal and shearling mule or shearling lined mock clog are the perfect just shearling shoes. I got my mom those slides for Christmas and she's obsessed. They were on her list. Like I didn't even tell her about Jenny Kane. She literally introduced me to Jenny Kane. Every capsule wardrobe needs some shearling in the mix. So complete your closet lineup with the shearling footwear that adds texture and comfort every step of the way. It's just cozy and stylish and it's ideal for every season, all year, if we're being honest. Then they have their Casher Fisherman now available in an oversized style. I love oversized, you guys. It is so luxurious and has the most flattering fit Plus, obviously, it goes with everything in my closet. It's perfect for winter months when all you want is cozy layers that make you look put together, aka the only way I look throughout all winter. Trust me, you guys will want this in every color. Curated, stylish staples that work with everything in your closet, adding Jenny Kane to your wardrobe will instantly make you best dressed version of yourself. Every piece is effortless, the definition of California cool. And if you can't get enough of Jenny Kane, you can join Jenny Kane Rewards, which I love. Enjoy exclusive perks and benefits like birthday surprises, early access to new launches, Plus, earn up to 10% back on all purchases. I mean, it's insane, you guys. Join today and you'll get 100 points. Find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com and get 15% off your first order when you use code MOVE at checkout. That's J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code MOVE. Okay, guys, let's talk about mood boosters. I don't know why I started saying it like that. It's like definitely not attractive, but it just happens. Okay, so my first mood booster was going on a serious grocery run to cook because you guys know that cooking is a mood booster, but for some reason, cleaning out my entire refrigerator and freezer and then going to Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, and Target, it was like literally the most liberating experience of my life. Like, I'm not kidding you when I say cleaned out the entire refrigerator. Like, there was no condiments left on the left side. Like, you know, when you have your condiments on the door? Yeah, no. I said, bye-bye to those. There's just so much cleaning that I need to do that I simply can't wrap my head around, but at least... Like the most important thing is obviously food. So naturally I was able to clean out the refrigerator and I just like organized it and stocked it up. And I have all of this food now that's like snackable, but then freezable. And I'm just like, this is what being a grown up feels like, you know, when you like have your shit together so much so that not everything in your fridge is expired and you actually have multiple things to eat for dinner. I'm not going to lie to you guys the week of valentine's day i believe yes i had boxed mac and cheese two nights in a row for dinner so i wasn't kidding kind of depressed <laughs> but seriously like i mean i just i literally had boxed mac and cheese at my friend's lake house and then i was like wait that was actually so good and now i'm craving it again so there's nothing against boxed mac and cheese like it wasn't craft okay i'm not crazy it was amy's mac and cheese organic still probably not good for you at all but i digress anyway it was such a mood booster just feeling like i didn't have to freaking DoorDash sushi for the hundredth time which also gives you like a super puffy face and makes you just feel like a blob like bloob and that was no bueno. So we have our shit together, ladies. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. I've also been getting my mood boosted by going on walks outside. And the reason why I bring this up is because it is the first and probably last time you will ever hear me say that my mood booster is going on walks outside in the Chicago winter. I simply can't do Chicago winter anymore. Like, I want to go back to California so bad, but I just can't yet. And... <laughs> 
I was like, I need fresh air. I need to see human beings like walking around. I need like whatever vitamin D the city has to offer. And I'm not going to lie. I set my limit on like 20 degrees in a sense of I will not walk outside if it's lower than 20 degrees, but I'll do it 20 and above. And I was freezing. I walked for almost an hour today outside and my fingertips were about to fall off. But it also just feels like even extra rewarding because it's like even harder to get yourself to do. Do you know what I mean? Like you still get all those benefits of walking outside, going out for a walk, but you're also like, this is an extra challenge because I am cold and I don't need to be doing this. I could easily do it inside in the gym, but I'm, I am also getting the extra fresh air, just seeing like seeing life outside of this apartment complex. So it kind of makes me feel like um, a professional athlete that's like training and like can't stop. I, I know it sounds so weird, but it really does. I'm just like, oh, I'm like so dedicated to my my fitness and my health and my training that like even the weather can't stop me. Like I did it drizzling the other day. Did I walk as far? No, I literally walked like two blocks and back. But still, it's just like pushing myself to at least go outside. If I have to go to the store, I walk. Like if I have to go get coffee, I walk. I am absolutely for a reason cold, but I'm forcing myself to do it. I feel like if you live in New York or even Chicago, you're going to be like, Lauren, we all walk outside all the time. Okay, that's so good for you. Um, My mom does not live walking distance and there's nowhere else for me to walk. And I have a gym downstairs, so I don't need to like walk for exercise. Like obviously like if I have to like really walk, I'll walk, but like uh, me and my friend just like Uber and we go out and then yeah, like I walk home sometimes, but that's like after a heavy dinner, it's not a mindful practice. Okay. So I'm not saying like I don't move my legs right, left, right. Just saying that like I can easily work out in the gym downstairs, but instead I choose to walk in the cold outside and it is actually really boosting my mood. Free cryotherapy, honestly. Okay, then my next mood booster is this little concoction that I made. You know when something just comes to you in your brain? This came to me, okay? And you know what it was? It was cleaning out my fridge and having things to actually utilize. So I really love sparkling water. I go in phases of like what type of sparkling water I like. Is it uh, LaCroix or is it Perrier or how do you say it? Perrier, 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 or like the San Pellegrino, whatever. So I got these two big bottles of San Pellegrino and I was like, yes, I'm going to have one. Right now, it's going to be awesome. Oh, it would be really awesome if I put a little lemon in it. And then I had these ginger shots from Trader Joe's. And I was like, oh, wait, actually, like, that would be good to just, like, if I just put the ginger shot in the sparkling water. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, wait, I have these Saqqara detox drops. Then it can make it green. Literally, like, is this how geniuses' brains work? I don't know. But, oh, my gosh, you guys, it tasted so good. It's like this metabolism boosting, de-bloating, anti-inflammatory goodness, the lemon, the ginger, the Saqqara detox drops, sparkling water. It was so yummy. I definitely want to get a different ginger shot because the one I got from Trader Joe's was like, it was just like a little, not as gingery as I would like. I think it was like a little bit of coconut water, ginger and like something, whatever, but it was so yummy. It's like that like bubbly fizziness with the ginger and the lemon. You don't taste the detox drops. It just like has stuff in it. Cause you guys know, I love Saqqara's wellness boutique, like their nutrition boutique. I have their detox bars and their beauty bars right now. And I'm in heaven. But this little treat was so freaking yummy. So you guys have to try it and then tag me on Instagram. Someone just did today and I was like, go off queen. And now I'm craving it and I don't have any more sparkling water. Oh my God, no. Talk about mood unboosted. 
And then my last mood booster, which I kind of talked to Kayla about, and I will talk to you guys more about next week because it's not an official one yet. This is like when I kind of try something and I really, really like it, but it's not, let's say like a habit or a consistent mood booster or a tool yet. But I did try breath work for the first time, like guided breath work. And I was very unfamiliar with it, but I know a few people that do breath work. And I just, I know that it's on my alarm clock and you guys, have heard me talk about my alarm clock before. So this is really cool if you're someone that's been interested in that alarm clock. It's the By Lofty alarm clock, B-Y-L-O-F-T-I-E, okay? You've seen it on Instagram, you've seen it on my YouTube channel. I've talked about it here. It's like the kind of like get rid of your smartphone alarm clock and it has some really cool features and sounds on it. And one of the playlists on it is guided breath work. And so I decided to do that after my walk today and it was one of the craziest experiences of like a wellness self-care thing that like I've ever actually had. And I'm, I'm not even kidding you. First of all, on one hand, I really, really enjoyed it in a way of, I liked how it was a little bit more active than meditation. I like how I really had to do certain things and breathe like certain ways or whatever. And it felt like this almost like elevated meditation. I also like had really bad anxiety yesterday and couldn't even take a deep breath. So I felt like I was really kind of like working a muscle and like almost like exercising. And if you don't know anything about breath work, it is basically what it sounds. It's like working on your breath. It's it's kind of a little bit weirder if you like hear someone doing it, I guess, because um, it's like loud. I don't even want to do it on the podcast because it's like, like it's it's weird. It's I won't like put your eardrums through that. Anyway, so if you guys want to know more about it, I'll talk to you about it. But I was really impressed by the person that was doing it through my alarm clock and need to actually look into that now that I think about it. But the reason that I wanted to bring it up is because I do want to keep doing it. And and I, my first impression was that I really, really loved it. But the reason why it was so crazy is because the way my nervous system like responded was almost similar to kind of like my fight or flight anxiety mode. So the girl that was um, guiding it through her voice, like on my alarm clock said, like, if you're feeling tingling or you're feeling like vibrations and you're like your fingertips or wherever, whatever, she's like, that's okay. Like that's normal. And I felt it in my like fingers and in my cheeks. And it was really weird. It was like just like vibrating and tingling. And then when we did this like one where you had to like say something about yourself in your head and then do like 15 breaths a certain way really fast, it was like my hands and my legs and were just vibrating out of control and not to get like weird. But when my grandpa passed away, like the moment after my, the nurse came in and told us that he was gone and I had a panic attack, my hands, cause I have like tingling and vibrating when I get anxiety, cause it's like a nervous reaction. My hands were so stiff and tight that like, if you imagine like going to grab something, the way your hand is not like spread out like a five, it, it was, they were like stuck like that. Like they were so stiff that they were stuck. And so I'm doing this breathing exercise and like kind of having this emotional realization through like the guide, the guide and breathing. And like, like it was crazy. My hands did my hand, my right hand did the same thing that it did at that moment in the hospital. And I was able to self-soothe myself. I was able to still feel this like release of, I don't know exactly what, but just know that I wasn't having a panic attack. Like it, it's weird. It's like, it was the same kind of biological reaction, but it was more so I was okay. Like I wasn't panicking or anything. It was just, I, I could not believe how powerful like my breath was. And I definitely want to like work more on it and get more 
kind of curious about it because it was a wild experience to like feel how my body was physically responding and then realize that it was like the same way my body responded in that traumatic moment but I wasn't in a traumatic moment. Like I was actually okay. I was just kind of like, I actually was very like emotional in a sense of like what the guide was saying. Like I was moved in a good way though. It was, it was wild is all I'll say. So if you have that alarm clock, try it. If you've never heard of breath work, look it up. If you want to talk more about it, let me know. Speaking of like one of my mood boosters that was um, feeling like I'm an athlete and really, you know, passionate about my craft. I want to talk to you guys about Fight Camp because a fitter, happier you is worth fighting for. Fight Camp brings the best workout in the world into your home and makes it fun. You can learn how to box and kickbox from home with access to world-class programming, elite trainers, premium equipment, and smart technology that turns your workout into an interactive experience. You guys, they have thousands of classes. They add new workouts every single week. Like you'll literally always find something new. Okay. And they have quick ones too. So if you're someone like me, that's like, I really don't feel like doing it right now, but I never had a workout I regret. They have workouts to maximize efficiency with high intensity interval training. So you can get like a killer workout in, in as little as 20 minutes. If you have no boxing experience, unlike me, because like I'm literally a professional athlete, Fight Camp has your back. They've created programs specifically designed to teach you the basics of boxing and kickboxing. So you can build a strong foundation. That's what I love because sometimes it's like, a little like nerve wracking when you like box around other people and they're like really good. So you can like, just like get good in the privacy of your own home and then show up and be like, pow, pow, pow. And people are like, wait, what? You're good at boxing. Yeah. That happened to me at a party one time. Don't ask why we were throwing punches. It's not as crazy as it sounds, but I did impress many of men, many of men. Just saying. Fight Camp provides real-time data during your workouts. You can track your progress and work towards guided goals. See exactly how you're doing over time. And boxing is a full body workout. So if you're like, why would I want to box? Like it brings the best of cardio and strength training into one, giving you an intense full body workout. So you're obviously going to be sore, but like speaking of this current mood combo, it's really good for brain fitness because boxing requires you focus. So it's precise combinations that push you to kind of just think about every punch you throw. So if you're maybe in a bad headspace too, or like you have a lot going on, like this is actually really going to get you out of your own head. And like, it's going to be so good for you guys. Fight camp comes with all the gear you need to start boxing from home, including a free standing punching bag, boxing gloves, quick hand wraps, and smart punch trackers. And it takes up less space than you think. If you have enough room to do a push-up, you have enough room for Fight Camp. You can even get the whole family involved. Fight Camp is one of the only home workouts that is safe for kids, isn't that crazy, to do because there are no heavy weights or spinning wheels. I mean, think about it. It's an amazing way for them to get their energy out, learn something new, and share an experience with the whole family. So if you have anyone that's kids are going crazy right now in the winter, please send them this. Fight Camp offers easy payments so you can get your equipment and get started now. Pay over 24 months for less than the cost of a gym membership. Plus, Fight Camp offers free shipping with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Just go to fightcamp.com mood to get free shipping on your Fight Camp. Go to fightcamp.com mood. That's fightcamp.com mood. Okay, you guys, now let's jump into our current mood combo with Kayla Barnes. I think you guys are going to love her. She is the definition of stunning, smart, and beautiful. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth, at Mood with Lauren Elizabeth, so you can see when I repost at Kayla Barnes on Instagram story, because that's what I'm doing all the time. But enough about us. Let's just, it's not enough about us. We're about to start talking. So enjoy this current mood combo. I'm just really excited to have you on. Thank you. It's it's amazing to be here. And I'm so happy that you're kind of like expanding into this space because, you know, it's so important. I mean, I'm sure Dr. Amen talked about it, but our brains are involved in everything that we do from how successful we are to how our personal relationships go. So it's exciting for me to see that brain health is now becoming uh, maybe more cool, I guess. 
basically like I feel that I didn't even know how involved our brain was and it's so weird because obviously you you know this is like your career and everything so what has it been like seeing everyone kind of like really respond to whether it's like neuroscience or just like more wellness having to do with your brain and just kind of seeing your growth on social media. It's very exciting, certainly, because, you know, I've been working in this space for quite a long time. Um, I was always doing it kind of on the back end. So really kind of just working in the business and on the business and with actual clients and things of that nature. And then one day I decided, you know, why not make this information a little bit more accessible? And I'm not saying that things of this nature were not out there because there's certainly many incredible pages, but I just wanted to put my own spin on it. And, you know, at first, the first couple of posts are a little bit slower, but it really picked up super fast. And I don't know exactly what it was that made that happen, but it's so exciting because for me, it shows that people are really looking to take charge of their health. I think a lot of people, and especially the circumstances that we've been in for the past two years or so, it's kind of sent a red flag that we have to do this our own way. And first of all, everyone's plan looks different. So, you know, I have like a brain healthy diet, for example, but there's also a lot of bio-individuality that goes into it. But in a general term, the fact that my page, I don't even like to say it's taking off, but it's doing something. Um, that means people are really like caring about their health. And that's so exciting because for me, I think that as a society, too many times people just wake up in the morning. They're so tired. They have to grab a coffee immediately. They're angry in the morning. They're angry on the way to work. They're dragging themselves through the day. They grab for like the carbohydrates or the chips to try to give them some, some energy. And then they go home, they watch Netflix. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with doing things like that. Certainly time just to relax and rest, but we're meant, we're not here for a long time at this point, you know, and we should get every single ounce of joy out of each day. And to be able to achieve that, you have to have vibrant health, you know? So that was a very long answer, but yes, no, I'm excited. I'm excited that people are interested in this. And it it makes me smile like every single DM. I still look at everything and look at the comments and it makes me so happy. No, I mean, obviously there's, I, in my mind, I was like, there's so much I want to pick her brain about. And I was like, Lauren, don't make a pun, but I obviously said it anyway. But you know, it kind of also makes me think like, what was your like background? Like, obviously, like, how did you get into brain health in general, but also like, how did you grow up in a sense? Because I feel like you know, even for me, I didn't know like a, anything really about wellness until I moved to California when I was like 19. And it took like the first couple few years until I like really knew anything. So did your background play into why you wanted to like pursue this or like what was kind of your journey to be able to like come to this point where you have taken charge of your own health so much so you're able to help other people now? I love this question. Um, I don't get asked it that often. I do sometimes ask about background briefly, but you know, what's interesting is, and I don't think a lot of people know this about me, but I actually didn't grow up in a wellness space at all. Um, mm -hmm. I had a pretty rocky childhood, definitely did not um, grow up on healthy food. I had chronic ear infections as a child, dealt with a lot of different issues all throughout my younger years. And, and I'm talking like numerous ear surgeries, things of that nature, um, you know, skin issues that I was dealing with when I was younger. And it was because of a lot of things dietary related. I was eating mm -hmm. processed foods. I was eating um, a lot of dairy and gluten and, you know, things with 
you know, a hundred ingredients on the box. So I definitely didn't uh, grow up in the wellness space, but that's what really propelled me to be in this space. Because as soon as I really turned like 17 or 18, I'm like, I have to figure this out. You know, I was already interested in nutrition, started studying nutrition, but I actually, um, you know, kind of aligned with some functional practitioners and they just did some basic lab draws, nothing that the doctor ever told me. And I saw this entire new world open up. I'm like, this is something that we need to be talking about more and doing more because I was able to correct so many things from my past. And we can talk about it because there's different layers of health. You know, there's mental yeah. health, there's any trauma that people have experienced in their past. And then there's, you know, physical tasks that we can do to improve our health as well. So I started with the physical level um, and really got this door open to functional medicine being this gateway into feeling amazing. And I just went in all in on that. Um, at the same time, I was interested in optimizing my own brain because I had a lot of brain fog. I had been on ADHD medication for um, probably eight years at that point. I started super young. I was still like in late middle school or early high school, but that's just what, you know, some parents did is like, oh, this kid must, there must be something wrong. And I'm not saying that there's not case in point where there is, and it might be needed, but I was on it for so long. I was like, you know, I needed it to get through the day. And I'm like, we have to be able to do something else with our brain. So um, I did a lot of research, found Dr. Amen, uh, which you've had on oh, your wow. show and yeah. trained under him actually. And then I just kind of reframed everything. And I thought, okay, real health is about brain health first. Definitely, you know, exercise, but all of that benefits the brain. So the brain and how we feel, our motivation is tied to our brain health. You, so that's kind of like a long way to say that, yeah, I didn't start in wellness, but my kind of negative background propelled me into this space because I had a lot of issues of my own that I needed to deal with. Um, and then I'm a major nerd. I mean, every morning, a lot of people are like checking Instagram. I'm like reading studies and what's <laughs> the latest and what's going on on neuroscience news. And, you know, I really commit myself to um, anything that I'm doing. So it really just snowballed from there. I mean, it's so crazy because even when, you know, I've had a lot of people on the podcast and even myself included who grew up with kind of just like these chronic issues, a lot kind of around like the anti-inflammatory space too. Mine was like chronic sinusitis. I have had multiple surgeries and or like, like Lyme's disease and just stuff like that. And it's so funny because I've actually never heard anyone be like, and then obviously it all is like your brain first. Like this is actually the first time I've heard someone be have having that journey have led them to the brain. And I just feel like like people, how much people don't realize how much the brain affects. I mean, I didn't know until I found Dr. Amen on Instagram and I just started looking into him more. And I like heard about some like a brain scan on like Joe Rogan. And I started like putting all these dots together. And I was like, wait, what? And then you hear about like neuroscience. And I'm like, I am not on your level. Like I wake up in the morning and it takes a lot in me to like not just go on TikTok right away. Whereas like you're <laughs> reading like studies, but it's true. It's like, I, you know, you're like, okay, I want to cut out gluten and dairy. And then you don't think, and I also want to like make sure my brain's doing okay. You know, like I, people don't connect it to the brain. Was that just like, something that you were like lucky enough to find out and then you just got super fascinated with? I think it was a little bit more intentional than that because, so it's really twofold. And there's one piece of this that we want better physical health, but the same point when you don't necessarily grow up with the life that you want, you have to go mm. get that yourself. And your brain, the actual physical health of your brain is also really closely tied to how much motivation you have, how your mood is. And I knew that I wasn't going to get from where I was to where I wanted to be with 
without improving my brain health. So crazy. So did you see changes first or simultaneously when it came to like physical health and mental health? Like which one was almost harder to kind of take care of your brain and then see the the benefits of that. Yeah, certainly. Um, I would say that mental health is definitely more difficult. It even requires, at least for me, I think it's very personal. So um, I will say I was athletic growing up though still. I was like doing, I I ran a lot. I always wanted to race everyone. It was so funny. It was very competitive. But um, yeah, I was definitely had that part down. So for me, keeping the discipline for the mental side of it is more difficult. But the great thing is, is that whatever you do to benefit the body, it's also going to benefit the brain and vice versa. So um, although the results aren't going to be instant, just like anything, if you go to the gym once, it's not, you're not going to see any progress. Even if you go five times, you're most likely not going to see a ton of progress, but eventually it's going to be like, okay. And, you know, I had a lot of brain fog from the food that I was eating back then. And that all started to clear up. I got off the ADHD medication and I'm not recommending that everyone needs to do that or anyone should do that, but that's what I wanted to do for for myself. And I was able to get like focus and clarity and all the things that I wanted to take me to the next level through changing my diet, my lifestyle, implementing a really strict uh, morning mindset routine, gratitude, meditation. And these things just changed my life. They changed my perspective on the world. They changed how I felt. So it was a really like 360, um, you know, I guess a uh, system for me. Wow. Yeah. And you know, you refer to yourself as you know, biohacking. And we're kind of familiar over here with the term like brain health, but what's kind of the difference in definition and whole gist of quote unquote biohacking? Yeah, absolutely. So the definition I believe exactly is changing the environment internally and externally to benefit your health. So biohacking, what's funny is a lot of biohacking, like our ancestors were doing and our grandparents were doing that we're now calling biohacking, like really simple things, (laughs) like, like going out in the morning for sun, vitamin D. It's just that we've gotten so far away from that. Um, And we'll talk about some more like simple biohacks going out on a walk. That's biohacking, taking a cold shower in the morning, cold shower. Well, the studies are based on cold immersion therapy. So actually going in a tank, but a cold shower and these studies say it can boost dopamine by 250%. And that's our motivation molecule. But we call it biohacking because it's not a normal standard practice. Most Americans Mm -hmm. or people around the world are not waking up in the morning and taking a cold shower. Um, Then there's more advanced things like red light therapy. There's all these new studies on these red light panels that we see all over everything from improving skin health, but more importantly, improving mitochondrial health. But in, in a grand overview, biohacking is, it can be small things that are free and easy to, of course, I've done some more extreme things like exosomes or uh, red light up the nose, which is photobiomodulation for the brain, which can be really good for the brain mitochondria. Wow. And so it can get pretty in depth. But at the end of the day, I just see it as taking control of your own health, doing you know your own research and trying different things um, out that, of course, you want to still be safe. But it's just uh, using different modalities to make you feel better and have more energy. I'm going to ask you something that I feel like I know what your answer is going to be, but were you 
at all like shocked or was there anything that surprised you with kind of how sick physically everyone was getting and then also mentally suffering the past like two years when lockdown and everything started? So I'll be honest, I am shocked on a daily basis about the statistics of our country. I'm devastated. Mm -hmm. I think about it a lot. I mean, you know, like one in three people have pre-diabetes or diabetes and that's primarily type two, which for the most part is, is lifestyle related. I mean, that is so sad to me. And it's a big part of the mission that I have. Additionally, you know, depression is the number one disability worldwide. And again, it's just heartbreaking because it, it shouldn't be that way. And I really fully believe that it doesn't have to be that way. But I think that in a lot of ways, we've been misguided um, from dietary standards to what's being promoted. And eventually a lot of it, and, and I don't want to go d- too far down a tunnel here, but a lot of it will certainly lead back to the money in some ways. And yeah. the, way, the way that our current system is working, you know, if you go to the doctor, they're going to ask you a couple of questions and they're most likely going to leave you with a prescription because that's how most of their training is based. And it's not so much. And also they don't have the time because that's how it's built and it's not their fault. It's just really tightly packed in and they don't have an hour and a half to spend with you and ask are you eating right? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you drinking enough water? Are you working out? But that's how it should be. So on a daily basis, and I, like I said, you know, I'm a big nerd. I keep up with all these statistics and even like diabetes in children, this was almost used to be unheard of, you know, and now it's becoming so much more prevalent. And I know that the food industry and big food has such a, a large role in this. And in my opinion, it should be criminal, but unfortunately it's not because in other countries, there's so many things that are banned, even the beauty products that we wear. Yeah. You know, people don't think about all these toxins and endocrine disruptors and hormone disruptors, the water. Like I shouldn't have to have a filter on my water for my shower. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it should be okay. But like, it's almost a full-time job to figure out, okay, how can I avoid all these things? And then we have like 5G popping up all over and you know, that's brand new for us. So definitely in the last two years, um, I can't necessarily say I'm surprised because if you look at things, so for instance, like community is a really big part of longevity and Mm -hmm. that was removed completely from our society. So the ability to, you know, hug people or, um, hang out with friends, have good laughs. That's a big part of overall health. Health is not just like, did I work out today? Did I, um, you know, eat all of my right macros? That's not just health being like loved and loving others and the amount of stress that was endured during this entire time, whether it be from social media or news media or whatever it was like, it was frightening, you know, especially like in in the beginning and then through different parts, like you thought if you went outside, it might be the last day you were here. So, Oh yeah. So I think, um, yeah, it, it definitely like the kind of perfect storm was there. And I really hope that we make some big leaps forward to correct what was done, but even be better than before. And I think that because it seems like to me, health is really exploding right now. People are becoming more conscious of their lifestyles and um, feeling like they need to take this into their own hands. Yeah. I think obviously with social media, it's, you know, when you get these little kind of doses of information it makes you realize. I think the thing that always sticks with me too is like the ingredients and stuff in our food. And especially when it's the same brand, 
but in another country and they don't have all the stuff that we have in it in the States because it's obviously like banned there. Sometimes it's mind blowing. And it, like you said, it does feel like a full time job. It feels like this balancing act for me because I'm not someone with as much consistency and just like not feeling something and doing the opposite. You know, like I've, I've started like, quote unquote, force feeding myself like biohacks where the last thing I wanted to do today was go for a walk. I went outside for a walk and I was like, this is amazing. I feel so good. <laughs> but you know, it's like, it's not always the easiest thing for me. So I feel like I'm doing this balancing act of, okay, it's organic, but it's like still gluten. And it's like, I don't even know if I'm intolerant to gluten. So it doesn't matter. I'm like, well, I think it's a good brand. And I mean, obviously I think I'm above average from like, you know, some people that eat McDonald's a few times a day, a few times a week, which I did growing up because like you said, I had the same thing where I didn't, we just didn't know too. It's not like my mom was ever like, now she's over here being like, yoga changed my life. And I'm like, where was this when we were like 10? And I think it honestly did though. It's crazy because like you'll see an Instagram post like from you and it's like, here's the things you need to do. Meditate, be grateful, whatever. And it sounds so just vague. So I also want to know too, obviously like food aside, because correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like it is very specific depending on maybe if you have sensitivities or certain other concerns, but what are like the things that you feel that are so simple that just like not enough people are doing but do you ever feel like people then comment being like oh but i don't like meditation yeah yeah well before we touch on that i want to say one thing about the food that i don't know is so oh, yeah. widely known and whenever i post about it um i always get so many questions but seed oils so the basic principles of like just having whole foods number one is super important so try to avoid everything processed just shop on the outer perimeter of the store for the most part that's where everything fresh is um, <laughs> Um, so that's, that's a little that's bit of a, so true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, it, cause food is, it's not just calories, it's information for your cells and right. our brains are only about two pounds, two to three pounds, but they consume 20 to 30% of all of our daily caloric intake. So the way I think about it and how I like even change my taste buds is like, is this benefiting my brain and my mood and my focus and all the things I have to get done? Because for me, like wild caught or wild blueberries, not wild caught blueberries. Jesus. I was going to ask you about <laughs> blueberries because I literally saved, I've seen it in multiple places that blueberries are like the best fruit, especially for your brain, right? Definitely loaded with antioxidants, polyphenols, really, really great. And they taste amazing. I actually yeah. mix in a little bit of, um, there's at Whole Foods, uh, you can buy like these coconut chunks and mix those in with Ooh. the blueberries. So good. And it gives you the benefit because you're mixing, the, the blueberries have a little bit of natural sugar, which is completely fine. I'm all about natural sugars are okay, but that also has healthy fat. So you mix the healthy fat with natural oh, yeah. sugar. So the glucose spike is less and it tastes so good. So, um, that's, that's that about the blueberries, but seed oil. So there are soybean oil and canola oil in like everything, even whole foods hot bar. It is so sad. I've actually like, you know, emailed them and, you know, I see a lot of people posting about it, but these oils can be really inflammatory to the body, which of course mm -hmm. we know that inflammation is the root cause of most disease, but inflammation in the brain. And if there's inflammation in the body, you can have inflammation in the brain that can lead to uh, brain fog. It can lead to ADHD and so many things. So, and soybean oil has actually been linked to genetic changes in the brain in studies. I've posted it on my Instagram before. So these oils are snuck into everything, packaged goods. It's snuck mm. into like these hot bars, bars on the go. So paying attention to oils. So I like, 
avocado oil or ghee for higher heat cooking, and then um, extra virgin organic olive oil for salads, dressings, things like that. But at all costs, I really try to avoid these uh, these processed seed oils. So that might They're be a little in, uh, I stopped eating sweet green like a few months ago, honestly, because they just like coat all their like spicy broccoli and stuff like that in canola oil. And I saw it on Instagram and I was just like, and I found out like what was in the dressing or something. And it really is, it's sneaky. Like you'd think like, oh, I'm getting something from a salad place. Like I'm being so healthy. And it's just like, people just don't know, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, but some companies I'm like, do you not know? Or is it just because it's more expensive? Is the profit margin really that important? You know, I mean, avocado oil is definitely very significantly more expensive than canola oil, but I mean, you know, our health is an investment, not an expense because you're either going to pay now or you're going to pay later. One of the Mm -hmm. two. Yeah. So other free, really simple things that people might be missing out on. Um, So I can't move on without talking about sleep because sleep is the time of day where our brain uh, activates something called our glymphatic system. So our body has our lymphatic system for detoxification and our brain has our glymphatic system and it's activated while we're sleeping. So if you're not getting enough deep and REM sleep, um, that's definitely going to hurt your glymphatic process. And we really, of course, want to have that time where the cerebral spinal fluid is released and it kind of cleans and washes the brain essentially. So sleep is so important. Memories are stored then. Um, People think maybe your brain turns off while sleep, but it's definitely still very active, doing things that it needs to do, uh, processing information. So sleep is, it's almost like going to a clinic every night for your entire body. I mean, one poor night of sleep can increase your blood pressure. It can increase cravings. It can do all sorts of things like to the body. So I think sleep is definitely one of the major things to focus on. And a couple tips that I have is definitely keep your room cool. So I keep mine between like 63 and 65 Fahrenheit because when we are sleeping, our bodies actually drop down in temperature. So if we're too hot, also we can be waking up throughout the night. So cool room. Um, I lose friends when I say this, but alcohol is really detrimental to the brain. Um, so I definitely recommend limiting or getting rid of alcohol in general. And also if you are going to drink, try to do it from like maybe a company like dry farm wines or a, a company that's lab testing their wines because there can be red dyes, added preservatives, chemicals that we don't even know about. Um, blue light blockers. I like like the red ones mm-hmm. at night. And that really helps the melatonin production or just stay off devices. You know what I mean? So just, uh, I have this like little red light trick on my phone. If you Google red light trick. So on Uh, the the cell phone, it'll turn like light yellow, but if you do the red light situation, it'll be like completely red. So it uh, looks, yeah, like totally different. Uh, and it's also not as interesting to the brain when everything is red, when it's that like amber yellow, it's still exciting when it's all red. You're like, okay, this is kind of boring because I can't even really differentiate between the colors. So that can help you put, be in more of a, you know, pre-sleep state. Uh, what else do I like to do? I think magnesium optimization is, is really important. And many people are, um, you know, deficient in magnesium. I think the stats are around like 50% of people. I like a full spectrum because it has multiple forms. If even if you take one form of magnesium, you can still be deficient in others. So oh, interesting. That's a good one. Um, my favorite brand is BioOptimizers. They make really good, uh, like seven different types of magnesium, and the magnesiums all kind of work on on different parts of the body. Like one can pass the blood brain barrier easier than others. Some are better for sleep. Some are better for gut. So, um, sleep is the next really really simple one. Gratitude and meditation. I mean. When you look at the studies of meditators versus non-meditators, 
the meditators, their brains look significantly younger. So it can increase the gray matter in your brain. It can increase the hippocampus, the cortical hippocampus thickness. So where you're learning memories, things like that actually can get bigger. And then the stress center, which is our amygdala, actually can shrink and get smaller. So when you look at the scans of people that meditate versus don't meditate, and a lot of people think they're doing it wrong. So they think like, oh, I had a thought pop up. I was not meditating right. It's always going to happen. We're, we're human beings. Um, I've meditated for a long time and thoughts still pop up. And it's all about mm. getting back into that state. But it will not only improve your mood and focus like before you go out into the day, but the actual benefits uh, of the shape of the brain and the way it's functioning and neuroplasticity are better with meditation. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Relationships take work, especially the most important one you can have in your life, your relationship with yourself. A lot of us will drop anything to go help someone we care about. We'll go out of our way to treat other people well, but how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? Personally, this is me to a T, like this is just actually my personality wrapped up into why I go to therapy. I'm pretty sure if I look at my notes right now, my worst mood last week was, quote, living for everyone but myself. So there you have it. But that's why I invest in myself by going to therapy and taking these breaks for myself and putting my phone down and making sure that I know that I love myself and that I'm okay alone. So this month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you that you matter just as much as everyone else does. And therapy is a great way to make sure you show up for yourself. Therapy is the one thing that I without a doubt, show up for every single week for myself. And I feel like it's so easy to not even pat yourself on the back for it or, you know, get nervous about it, whether whether side of the spectrum you're on. And I'm so proud of myself that consistently, even if I miss a workout or maybe I don't have great sleep that week, I'm showing up to therapy for myself every single week, no matter what. If you need to schedule out and carve out time to talk with someone, this is the perfect solution for you because you also don't have to leave the house. You don't have to go out and seek out all this stuff. It's really easy and you can just do it literally right now on your phone. And no, like you don't have to tell anyone it's for you. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Mood listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com mood. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash mood. Back to the podcast. I just recently, for the first time today, did guided breath work, and it was the craziest experience. I, I don't know why I decided to like try it instead of trying to start meditation again, but I just had heard like the tiniest bit about it. And my nervous system was like on overload. It was crazy. I was doing the breath work and she said, she was like, if you're feeling X, Y, and Z, like that's okay, blah, blah, blah. Like my hands were like tingling. My cheeks were like vibrating. It was the most like out of body, but inner body experience ever. And I don't fully know why, but it was crazy. It was crazy. 
It's breath is such a powerful thing and we don't think about it because it just happens without us having to think. But so many people are taking really short, shallow breaths all day long. Um, Mm -hmm. So just by taking these uh, longer inhales and even longer exhale, you can even put your body's uh, parasympathetic or relax and digest system. You can activate that. So breath work is another Mm -hmm. free option that is incredibly powerful. You can breathe faster to energize yourself in the morning breathe slower to relax yourself. Um, if you have a big talk or something that you need to be prepared for mentally, breath work is super powerful. So that's definitely another one. And then I mentioned cold showers. That's free, but it's really powerful. It also can boost our um, adrenaline up like 500% in the studies, which again, that was cold immersion. So we'll just guess like 200% maybe with mm-hmm. the cold shower. But I mean, if you want to be ready for the day. I mean, that's the way to do it. In the morning, I I work out. So that boosts brain-derived exercise, another free one. And it doesn't have to be at a fancy gym. You could go to a park. You could do it in your home. Um, You know, with our current situation, I feel like online workout classes have exploded. So there's almost like no reason not to. Um, Just you got to have the motivation, but that boosts brain-derived neurotropic factor, which can um, actually boost neurogenesis or the growth of new neurons, which is really cool. It boosts serotonin. So serotonin is known as our happiness chemical. It boosts dopamine, which is our motivation molecule. So you have better mood, more motivation, um, just from exercise. It's great for your cardiovascular system. So you really get the neurotransmitters fired up with exercise. So I do exercise. Uh, I come in, I take a cold shower, and then I do a red light panel for 10 minutes while I'm like brushing my hair and doing other stuff. And I'm like on fire for the day, no matter how I felt like when I first woke up. I mean, I have the aura ring, which I think you have too. And I'm shocked by how little deep sleep I get. So I will be trying some of these tips because I, and I have some friends too, that were like, how much deep sleep do you get? And I was like, well, last night I said I got 12 minutes. So yeah, it's yeah. great. My sleep has been so bad. I don't, it says like my resting heart rate is too high. I think it's just cause I've been so like stressed and stuff that my body like if I like start doing these things, I'm sure it will improve. I'm just being like way too nonchalant and lazy with it. But I did want to also ask you too that like you talk about, you know, helping your clients with all of this stuff to rewire their brains and stuff. But you say that purpose is really, really important and powerful and essential. So how do you kind of help guide your your own clients and for yourself, maybe how did you find purpose in, because I feel like we've been talking about it a lot on my podcast lately, but it's, you know, it's like, well, you have to have purpose and then on to the next thing. So how do you kind of like help your clients with that? Yeah. Well, purpose is definitely the fuel to achieving optimal health for one, of course, achieving everything in your life, but you have to really know your why to want to implement all these things because it's not easy. Let's be honest. It's not like an easy thing going outside for a walk, getting some vitamin D, taking a cold. No one wants to take a cold shower. It's not like something you wake up, can't wait to do it. (laughs) It's just like I do it because I know how it makes me feel after exercise. Now I don't want to go there every day, but I will say there's never been a workout that I regretted. So um, really when it comes to purpose, I mean, it's so personal and how do you find your purpose? That's, that's an incredible question. So what I would do is I would make a list. So when you were a kid, what brought you the most joy? So what were you most interested Mm -hmm. in? Did you want to be an attorney? Did you want to, before the rest of life got in the way? That's one thing. So when you were a child, what were three or even more things that really brought you joy? And then what are three or more things that you really wanted to do? 
and then make a separate list of now. And then you kind of take the, the average of these things. And, and this isn't what I'm going to say next. It's not an easy thing to do. And I'm not recommending that everyone like go quit their job or restart <laughs> or anything like that. But again, life is short and we have to have this meaning and purpose behind it. So if you look at all the things that you wanted as a kid and all the things that brought you joy and the things that you want now, and then if your life is not doing any of those, if, if not a single area of your life is aligned with that, then you have to say, okay, let's make a change because once you have that drive, so here's my purpose, you know, in terms of what I love, or maybe it's your family. It could also be like, I want to have more energy for my family because I love them or my friends or for me because I have audacious goals. So it's really different for everyone. But I think these couple of tips I gave you can help steer the boat a little bit because that will definitely give you some insight as, as to what your purpose is. But we just shouldn't be dragging through the day. And if you're aligned with your purpose and whatever it takes to get there, I think it's worth it because once you arrive there, you're going to outwork everyone. You're going to make anything you want happen because you know, like you're doing what you love. I love the note about what did you want as a child too? Cause it's so funny. I've like never even thought about that as an adult. Cause you just immediately start going to all of the stuff that's gotten in the way up until this point. So I absolutely love that. And I feel when, anyone's listening to this, there's probably something like popped up right away too. So I think whatever you're thinking right now, you should probably maybe journal about, but you also have an amazing podcast. I want to know like what your kind of current like favorite episodes are and like what you're kind of learning just through having this amazing platform to have even more discussions and share them with everyone. Yeah. Um, so it's called brain biohacking, although we cover all things, nutrition, optimal health, longevity, of course, brain health. Um, you know, I only have about eight episodes right now, but all of them have been amazing because they're all friends of mine that I've known for quite a long time. And now I just get to banter back and forth, but they're all, I mean, I'm in such a position to be blessed by the people that I have look, looked up to for years. I can now call like colleagues or friends. And, and so all of the episodes I think are great. I think there was an amazing one with Dr. Will Cole, who is an mm. incredible functional medicine doctor. Um, we talk a lot about autoimmune conditions. We talk about gut health. We, we, he really breaks it down in very simple terms. Um, I also did one with Dr. Casey Means, and she's the founder of Levels, which is a continuous glucose monitor. I think that's super interesting because as we spoke about food being individual, it's definitely an interesting tool, and we would definitely call it a biohack. I actually had a CGM before before they were popular and when you like had to like get a prescription for the, oh, wow. the Dexcom. And what it will show you is every time you have a meal, like you could have, um, you know, a cup of oats and I could have a cup of oats and it could be two completely different glycemic responses. And wow. when I say glycemic response, response, it means your blood sugar. So mine could shoot to the roof and then immediately drop. Yours could be more stable, you know, so you really don't know what is good for you until you maybe do some food sensitivity testing. And then also tools like the levels can be really interesting in understanding what really spikes your blood glucose, because in an ideal world, we want to keep it as stable as possible, because if we have something to eat, causes a huge spike and then a huge drop, we're going to get brain fog. We're going to feel lethargic. Mm. We're going to have no energy. So let's just not do that to ourselves. Let's just try to maintain a little bit more balance in terms of the spikes and you'll feel a lot better. And a couple of ways to do that is, um, you know, always put the he a healthy fat with your meal. So avocado or olive oil. And if, when you're having carbs, have those last, so have the protein and the fat first. So to mm -hmm. like blunt the glucose spike a little bit, and then a 10 minute walk 
post meal is a game changer. It can keep your blood glucose down by like 20 to 30 points, which is amazing. So those are just a couple little tips. Um, you know, try to do like a whole fruit instead of a dried fruit because, um, you have the fiber in the fruit and then the dried fruit has more sugar. So same thing with juices. I know a lot of people love juices, but uh, a fully green juice is okay, but like one with a lot of fruit in it, I would rather you just mm-hmm. eat the fruit because then you're going to get the fiber too and you won't have such a glycemic response. Oh my God. I'm like, then I have to re-listen to this and write all this down like legitimately. <laughs> but I do think for like everyone that doesn't follow Kayla yet on Instagram, you have to go check her out because she really like, you really break it down simply as well on Instagram. You make it very digestible. Obviously it's aesthetically pleasing. And so what kind of um, goals do you have for people to come to your page and where can they find you and listen and just work with you potentially, whatever you want to kind of do coming up? Yeah. Well, I mean, I love my community on Instagram and my handle is at Kayla Barnes, K-A-Y-L-A-B-A-R-N-E-S. And my website is the same. It's www.kaylabarnes.com. And yeah, I mean, feel free to reach out. Definitely. I want people to have value from my page. One of my personal goals as a human being is to give more than I take. And I think about that every day. I actually journal at the end of the day, like, did I do more than I took from this, this earth today? And I think having, um, you know, a, a real sense of, of your, I guess, contribution for me is important. I always want to make sure that I'm prioritizing that. So I hope everyone gets value from the page. And if you like something, please let me know. But yeah, I mean, I would love to hear from any of you and it's been such a pleasure. I feel like I could have gone on way longer, but no, I mean, I could too. I'm just like, a part of me was like, I literally have never taken notes during a podcast recording in my entire life because I'm also bad at multitasking, but I was like 63 to 65 degrees <laughs> at night time because I knew I was like, I knew I could sleep with it colder. So I'm literally, so I'm like such a nerd for this stuff. I think for me personally, it's really just that like consistency and motivating yourself, you know, it's that mental side of doing also all the healthy stuff, even though it's obviously all related. So I think that sometimes hearing the science behind it too takes away that kind of like woo woo you should go like meditate it's good for you it's like when you really hear someone like you who knows what they're talking about and is explaining how important it is in this way it really kind of lights that fire under you of like oh my god this is like my life and my health and I can actually genuinely feel better like genuinely not just because it's gonna make me feel happy for 10 minutes you know what I mean so is I think it's just amazing what you're doing. And I can't thank you enough for just sharing a little bit with my listeners. Oh, you're so welcome. Yeah. For me, data and science backed protocols are really everything. So, and I'm the same way, you know, I will do it, but I'll be way more intuitive if I know that it's really going to make a benefit. So yeah. And you know, if anyone needs anything, I'm here. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Mood. Make sure to give it five stars wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a kind review because it will boost your mood as an act of kindness and in turn will boost my mood because you were so kind. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. That's at Mood with Lauren Elizabeth and at Lauren Elizabeth for all the mood boosters throughout the week for new drops of merch, everything you know and love. You can find it over there. Send whatever mood episode you think a friend needs to hear to them. Actually, I sent the one of last week with Topsy to my mom. What have you been sending to friends lately? Let me know and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.